0: Ponyola, 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 ponyola,
1: It is Tuesday, that means new episode day, and we have Hope Phelps on the show. What's going on, Hope?
0: Hey, everyone, not much, just recovering from this forever, long, unending week. That was definitely more than a week, like an entire year.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and uh, that, that week started on Tuesday when you were one of the co-hosts of the DSA New Orleans live stream of the election returns which was super fun don't you think
0: yeah that was entertaining I had a whole bottle of wine
1: <laughs> party time right maybe that's, maybe that's what messed up your sleep schedule <laughs> the whole bottle it. of wine
0: <laughs> today was definitely uh yeah
1: So uh, I guess I wanted to talk to you just to kind of follow up on some of that, because, um, yes, uh, Biden won. Yes, he did. However, in both houses of Congress, the Democrats did not much. They lost seats in the House and they were expected, I suppose, to uh, win the Senate. And that didn't happen. So uh, what, what, what do you make of all of that?
0: It just feels like a mixed bag. Like, I'm I'm glad we averted impending disaster. Mm-hmm. But, like, when liberals or Democrats are celebrating Biden by name, like, yeah. yay Biden right now, I feel like the Grinch. Like, there's a specific scene <sighs> where someone's, like, something about, like, games or um, somebody won something. And he's like, oh, so that means that there were losers so i'm like (laughs) much more excited i'm like oh so oh biden won but trump lost yeah yeah
1: you're trying to like there's no no problem as far as the schadenfreude like definitely cash in and have fun with that right
0: Mm -hmm. like I'm, i'm not really celebrating biden or even and it's just like even kamala's victory feels like i don't know
1: mix to me because it's
0: awesome that we have the top cop right yeah on the one hand, we finally have a woman we finally have a black woman we finally have that representation but like i would i would rather a shirley chisholm or an angela davis Mm -hmm. or i don't know
1: somebody could instead
0: family's like very invested in the what is it oil business isn't that true
1: well yeah i was just talking about this with my buddy ben uh about this and like her family uh, she has a niece, and I think her brother-in-law, I think he said, were both involved in the uh, Prop 22 uh, no, situation no, no. in California, which, for those of y'all who don't know, Prop 22 was a ballot initiative that was pushed heavily by uh, ride-sharing and gig economy companies like Uber, Lyft, and you know th- those kind of groups. Uh, they spent... Tens of millions of dollars uh, to, and, and the reason that they did that was because uh, it was redefining or like codifying essentially their um, their workers as independent contractors rather than employees. So it means, which means to say that that the employers would be essentially not liable to pay for payroll taxes towards Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security, uh, or employment insurance. Uh, they would not. Qualify for the, the ACA or, or for uh, ACA requirements to uh, pay for uh, healthcare for their employees. None of that stuff would would apply uh, if to, none of that stuff applies to independent contractors. It basically defined gig economy workers like Lyft drivers, Uber drivers, delivery drivers, stuff like that as as independent contractors. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's why I can't. I can't really like get behind celebrating Biden or Kamala as individuals. Right. I can get behind celebrating that Trump lost. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's the thing, right? Like it's, it's,
1: it's um <laughs> and and I've I've kind of like got to always find uh my mean? my way to cause trouble. I mean, I'm just like posting like oh yes now the fight begins against biden and i get like ratioed right back at me with a whole bunch of people like you mean fighting with biden right i'm like "Uh, (laughs) i (laughs) want to make sure that he doesn't like open up like now i'm sorry uh open up negotiations for like approval of his cabinet nominees uh with like oh well if you approve um know, rahm Emanuel as the secretary of education Uh, we'll give it. We'll give. We'll give away. Like, we'll privatize social security. Okay, we'll do it. (laughs) Fine, twist my arm.
0: (laughs) Right, yeah. Like, I am not all the the drunks. The the jokes about brunch. You know, uh, it's back to brunch, everybody. (sighs) What's your favorite thing at brunch? What's your favorite brunch?
1: What's your favorite brunch? (laughs)
0: Brian. <laughs> i go back to the ruby slipper oh, okay popular yeah i mean i don't know i've seen i saw somebody get like I forget who ratioed them it was some leftist, one of those leftists for who was like vote biden and then they like ironically i'm doing air quotes ironically yeah. posted a picture of themselves at brunch
1: hmm
0: and it's like that, no, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Plush. just look. I mean, day to day, like, yes, looking out, like, now there is more possibility. Mm-hmm. For I guess you know, we're not
1: the house isn't on fire anymore. No the, the, the president isn't
0: going to be telling people to go out and shoot protesters on the streets anymore, right? That's that's nice. That's like, that's not even bare minimum, though. That's just like, <laughs> hey, like but like, day to day. I don't know. Our, I don't feel like that much changes for uh-huh. people who were, you know, suffering under either admin yet. Like, let's see what Biden and Kamala actually. And like, I will celebrate once I if I see them doing like actual policy things that benefit people. Yeah, not. Yeah, exactly. Anything. It's, it's and it,
1: that's the thing, honestly, like like when it comes to the individual's. Like, getting their position in the government or whatever, like, they're owed it or whatever, or, like, you're cheering for that person because they're so inspirational, um, I kind of – that's, like, completely not what politics, uh, especially, like, on the electoral front, is about at all. Like, I don't give a – Damn about any of these individuals. Not even the ones that I like. Not even like AOC and Rashida and Ilan, who, who uh, you know, they they if, if they don't get if they don't get the goods, or if they don't try for the goods, if they don't fight for the goods, then what use are they? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and that's like also. I feel like that's something we talk about, like just the level of like capitalist propaganda in America, especially yeah. in our school systems. I feel like from an early age, you know, you have to do these research projects on presidents, people who work within the electoral system. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of trained, already primed, to think of politicians as your, I guess, political icons.
1: Yeah, like demigods. As opposed to actual
0: activists. Yeah, so I... I think there should be more of a push or I try to do it, at least on my social Mm -hmm. media, like encourage people like you should be looking up to people like Angela Davis, Mm -hmm. Asada Shakur, Malcolm X. There's so many people, but not like whitewashed versions of MLK or anybody within the electoral or judicial system should not be your hero. Right. Like it's your job outside of the electoral system to push them in the direction you want. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. If you're celebrating, if you're standing in their exact position, like you're not moving them. Or if you like live,
1: like you sort of like, I see some people they sort of like live vicariously through like some of these political Mm -hmm. operative. And it's just like, to me, that's, that's quite like disgusting. If you know what I mean? Like, it's just something that I don't, uh like I, I i can't relate to uh because i mean i guess i don't fantasize myself as any of these individuals and i could i could actually hear people already in my headphones say well it's easy for you to save jeff because you're a white man and all this <laughs> other stuff and i'm just so like fine sure of course however um i don't know it's just it's just one of those sort of situations where um I, I, I don't know. I don't have a lot of... Uh, I expect the politicians to do their job and I expect them not to be, like, the cultural leaders. <laughs> that makes sense?
0: Feel, yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, that should not be your, your like... like It's it's like you've reversed their roles. Like, they're not a football team. You know, yeah, that's like, not your favorite sport. Be, like, they're supposed to be looking to you, the voter, to determine what they do. Yeah. But instead, they've got you, the voter, looking to them to determine your beliefs and no that's not that's not how that should work Mm. it's how it's been primed to work because that's what benefits the status quo Mm. but no nobody should be encouraged to celebrate Hillary Clinton (laughs) or Ruth Bader Ginsburg or anything and I try not to be mean to people who are innocent because I feel like I was that person at one point Sure, but there is a point where it's like that was really, really cringeworthy. And there's (laughs) all these articles explaining to you why it's cringeworthy Uh, uh and all the Kamala memes. And I'm just like, you know what, let people, I'm not going to like, I don't want to rain on anyone's parade right now, but like, I'm going to need you at some point to like, look outside the electoral box or we're going to be in this situation again in four years. And I would
1: say also (laughs) like, like, I think the skepticism of these folks is, is is healthy. And again, even the folks that you like, when people are critical of AOC or Ilan or uh, Rashida Tlaib or whoever, like maybe, they, like I agree with them in most situations more than like, you know, like, Chuck Schumer or whatever. Right. However, mm-hmm. if they drop the ball, they deserve criticism. If they do something like bad or if they support like if they if if AOC or whatever decided that she was going to like support like cutting Medicaid or something or Medicare. <laughs> um I would I would definitely not be um, I would at least I would hope that I would be better than to be like, Well, I'm gonna stand by her behind her for the Yeah. For
0: like I mean, like are, it's fairly obvious, not, right? Politicians are not your friends. Yeah. And even if they were your friends, you should be t- like you shouldn't be letting yeah. your friends get away with shit either. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you need to tell your friends what's up. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, it's like these people viewing them as their friends, and then like I don't know. Do you, I guess you are the type of person maybe then who won't let anyone criticize your friends even if it's totally valid. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm even for like even our little local leftist feuds. Like I'm. I'll follow when people criticize DSA. Mm. Sometimes I'm like any criticism coming from the left to me is right.
1: it depends on what the criticism is, right? If it's it. legitimate or not.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you like watching it. But I'm like, yeah, I give that I give that a lot more weight than say like a liberal or a conservative criticizing uh-huh. DSA. Right, you know? because
1: you know that they're coming from a place that's at Good least place. they have something in common with uh yeah, uh, yeah that, that makes perfect sense because um yeah if you're just like taking shots like if okay we can get into this in just a second on the other side of uh station id you are listening to whivlp new orleans 102.3 this is good morning comrade uh we have jeff on the on the show today with uh hope phelps and we were just talking a little bit about post-election uh uh debriefing sort of and we were talking a little bit about um like criticism and what is legitimate criticism specifically when it comes to things like criticizing DSA, criticizing elected officials like who would normally agree with people like Hope and myself, uh like AOC, Ilhan Omar, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Corey Bush now, by the way, who won. Uh shout out to her. Jamal Bowen, shout out to him. Um But I guess the the thing becomes uh what like what is in terms of like, okay, so there has been some criticism that has been lodged at the left um, on a conference call for uh, with the Democratic, I guess, uh, caucus. Uh, newly elected people were it was their first call sort of on there, and there was a person. Her name was like Spanberger or something like that. Do you remember that? what you remember this person?
0: You're asking me? Yeah, I feel like I've seen. I haven't listened to it, but I saw it on Twitter. Someone. Mm-hmm more someone criticizing Abigail Spanberger. Spanberger. Yeah, I saw but I saw like AOC or someone hitting back at her. Yeah. So
1: yeah, so she said basically like like we should not use the word socialism ever again and she's like a former CIA agent by the
0: way. Yeah, For. <laughs> sued somebody. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she's like fights against like working class people like for a living both at home and abroad. Like that's that was her job. And (laughs) and and she basically says, I don't want to hear the word socialism anymore. And it was Rashida that that sort of like said, Hey, you're talking about me, essentially, right? Which is pretty cool, honestly. Uh and then there was uh like Claire McCaskill, uh, who was saying like, Oh, well part of the reason that we lost was because uh was because uh, they you know the Democrats were focusing or they were like including too much uh, like things including like LGBTQ rights uh, and essentially like this is the thing if you remember the Randy G dub tweet uh, where it said oh the Democrats are gonna take a long uh, a long look in the mirror and then they're gonna take a deep breath and say <sighs> we got to be more racist
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, right And they're already starting. Mm-hmm.
1: Immediately, and and while at the very same time, like people like AOC and Rashida and Ilhan and Cory Bush and all these people who uh, are like the erstwhile like leftists in the caucus destroyed in their districts, they won by huge margins, all of them, every single one. While Democrats, in general, f- pushing this sort of centrist philosophy, uh, if you want to call it that, uh, they lost in more places. In the head last That's the time. funny
0: thing about like a centrist philosophy mm-hmm. is it's like there is no guiding al- like guiding ideology for these people. It's just if you want to guess what they're gonna do, it's what benefits them the most personally. Totally rudderless. Like, <laughs> anytime I'm like talking to like a centrist, it's just like what benefits this person the most? Mm-hmm. So like I don't know if like sometimes they'll be more oh like gay rights like LGBTQ rights is important but we can sacrifice abort like if it's a white man like mm-hmm. oh but we can sacrifice abortion. It ain't even
1: just white men, honestly.
0: It's like yeah, their ideology. Yeah, their ideology is totally inconsistent. It's just whatever benefits me mm-hmm. and my identity and my finances the most, mm-hmm. and that's how you can guess how they're gonna act. Mm-hmm. Like no actual like consistent.
1: No principles. principles. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that's the that's the thing, too, right? Like, I don't know. And, and again, specifically people like McCaskill. Like, she lost her uh, Missouri Senate race by running as a conservative two years ago. And she <laughs> lo- she got clobbered. <laughs> yeah. And now she's, like, saying, well, I guess we weren't, like – Conservative enough, or whatever, after that was the exact same strategy that got her out of the Senate. Like, nobody, you
0: know, why is anybody
1: even listening to you?
0: I'm like sitting here making faces. I'm watching all these like local liberals like Mm -hmm. post. Oh, my God. Stacey Abrams is so amazing pictures. And I'm sitting here like and it's just like just imagine me just like pointing to a picture of Cedric Richmond the entire time. (laughs) Like, Why don't we have a Stacey Abrams here in Louisiana? Uh It's the Cedric Richmond. Yeah. Well, silently. And then also (laughs) and not
1: to get into this too much again. Like I'm sure that Stacey Abrams had some part in turning George, I mean Georgia, into a Democratic state, and she herself would say that I didn't do this single handedly. She gave credit to a lot of unions and things like that, right? Right. Um, but. There's this like I, I saw it and I almost like I almost had a meltdown. It was like her wearing the like the Infinity Gauntlet and she was Thanos and she snapped uh. and a bunch of like Maga people were just like disappearing and it's like uh. oh my god like this is just the most cringe stuff that I've ever seen in my entire life and it's and and it totally undermines the fact that while she did do jump something I'm sure to um. To get organizing happening in that uh, in Georgia, like AOC, I'm sorry, not AOC, EOC's compatriots rather, right? Rashida, in uh, Michigan, organized canvassers uh, to actually go door to door and fill in the gaps from the uh, Biden campaigns complete uh, she in in michigan and Ilan in uh minnesota delivered those played a part in delivering those critical states by actually organizing on the ground canvassing campaigns that did not exist within the biden campaign
0: right and i think the thing is you don't want like i get that people like naturally or just the way we were all raised were naturally inclined to want to have these hero icons Mm -hmm. But there's value in having, I don't even want to call it like a leaderless movement, mm-hmm. but it's like you want everyone in the movement to view themselves as leaders. Yeah. And if you're looking up to someone, even though Stacey Abrams is awesome, if you're doing that, you're putting everything on someone like that and shirking responsibility for yourself. hmm and especially, like, I don't know, that phrase always stuck with me from Women with a Vision, where they were like, White women, go get your people. Oh, yeah. And I feel like especially, like, white, seeing white women post all these Stacey Abram memes. Like, if you're not, if you're a yeah. white woman doing that and you're not out organizing or do anything, that's extra doing anything, cringe. that's when it strikes me as, like, if you're someone like Linda Woolard posting it, fine. Like, yeah, you can different. do that. Well, but if you're like the white girl I know who doesn't normally, get involved in campaigns or anything outside of election year and you're doing it like I just have my eyebrow raised like Mm -hmm. it's kind of uncomfortable like you're putting all of the work on this one person when you go out there and be a leader too like
1: yeah, and the difference is that Le- uh, Linda does work, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I get like a lot of us have other jobs and stuff, but it's I don't know, it's joining a group like you sign up for their email list, mm-hmm. donate some money, maybe you volunteer, show up to a meeting, start meeting people like it's, yeah, to the level
1: that you're able, you know? Yeah,
0: to the level that you're able. Um, and yeah, it just feels kind of weird when it seems like people are almost that's like. I, I wouldn't call it like a, it's like you're, you're pinning all of your hopes and dreams on someone else to handle everything for you. Mm-hmm. And that's not, not so, okay. Like you shouldn't be leaving, like all it's up to us, white women to go convince other white women. Like we're the ones that fucked up and voted more for Trump. Yeah. Like it's up to us to go get our people. Stop making people like Stacey Abrams go do all the work for you. Uh-huh. Like, yeah
1: that's almost like a uh, uh i don't know that's almost like a like they they're doing it so i don't have to kind of mentality you know
0: yeah so yeah i get wanting to celebrate but sometimes i don't know when i see people's posts i'm kind of like it makes me think more about like what they do mm-hmm. are you for what reason are you idolizing Stacey abrams mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and, and there
1: is a like a like a further um there is, like, a further, I think, force at play here, which is, like, this idea... and You know, take a walk with me on this one. But there's this idea that, like, politics, like, the way... Like, especially electoral politics or whatever, actually aren't there to, like, actually material cha- materially change people's lives. It's more of, like, you're rooting for the team that you like the most, you know? And it's been... It's been sort of like taken from this idea, and this is what you know. What, I, what Bernie represented, was like Bernie actually ran on policies that would change people's lives and make it better. Medicare for all, uh, fighting for union rights, fighting for like all these things. You know, So it, it expanded social security, forgiving student debt. And while those positions are majority supported, um, part of the problem becomes... That those types of issues that actually would benefit folks are not actually on offer from like the Democratic Party by and large. And it, it, it just looks like like politics and actually changing like politics are not in place, at least in the electoral sense or in possibly in no way in our society. They're not in place to make people's lives better. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, yeah. And
1: it just sort of, like, takes all of the material basis and all the material parts of politics, electoral politics specifically, and removes it. So what reason do people have to participate in that process other than, yay, my favorites, boo, the bad guys, you know, like professional wrestling?
0: It it comes off a lot like that sometimes, and that's what feels very cult-like. If Mm -hmm. you're unable, like, I... Yeah, I like Bernie. I like AOC. I like all of them. But if they're being criticized from the left, like when Bernie didn't support defund the police, Mm. when people I I don't know, I question the Green Party, too. But, you know, they were (laughs) saying they were upset for AOC's version of their. Green New Deal plan. Yeah. But like I'm I'm willing to listen. It's coming from the like you're asking for it to be even more progressive and leftist. Mm. I'm, I'm for that. That's that's valid criticism to me. Mm. I don't know what their motivations were from the Green Party of all people. But.
1: <laughs> uh to get five percent. It's that's what their motivation is. They get five percent. <laughs> yeah, they
0: weren't even look like just stop (laughs) but (laughs) but you know if you're asking for a candidate to be more progressive or Mm. further left or more aggressive on that then i'm Mm. for that that's good you should be critical of them they shouldn't be your perfect you know there's no such thing (laughs) worship you should be worshiping them like that's exactly i don't know i like all the like the memes that i don't you love memes the hill yeah, the memes. I'm so sad that Chapo trap posting got zucked. I didn't even realize it was Oh my gosh, happened. yeah, that,
1: that's very sad.
0: One I of know. the best pages. It was it almost was like a mercy killing at this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did get really it it did get like completely out of hand. Yeah. But uh oh. yeah, go ahead.
0: I kind of feel like groups. Like I've, I, as I told you I've been watching more Fox News than I would ever yeah. want to. My poor brain, this these past like two three months. Um, but like you got to give them credit for like that is some psychological level propaganda machine right there. Like oh, yeah. they, the even just them, it's so subtle sometimes. And, like, the way they pull this off, like, I see why there's so many people obsessed with it. And in my mind, there is absolutely nothing on par on that level that's even remotely Democrat or leftist. Like, Mm -hmm. CNN, MSNBC have nothing on this. Of course, they have no interest in that. But,
1: like,
0: there is nothing to compete with the shit that Fox News puts out, Mm -hmm. except in my opinion, I felt like a lot of those meme, those leftist meme groups on Facebook, like boomers get sucked into the Fox News Oh ones. my
1: God. But
0: I was like, if you could make ones that are like the satirical ones, like, like if you start off just making fun of Nancy Pelosi, Schumer, and Hillary Clinton from the left, I feel mm-hmm. like you could like attract and slowly like deprogram or like re-educate these <laughs>
1: interesting choice people. of words
0: <laughs> like that's a good honestly when you're having conversations with them sometimes like that gives you more credibility like they're like when you're like yeah I don't like Hillary Clinton or Nancy Pelosi either because these people aren't like they're, a little, they're racist but they're not completely stupid like they don't like Hillary the Clintons and Pelosi because they can tell that they're being Lied to Mm -hmm. a little bit, and they don't like it. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and it's just
0: trying to get them to recognize. I guess they're from there. Like, all right, I need you to recognize your like whiteness in this. Like, QAnon
1: isn't wrong because like the like the you know the elite Democrats or whatever are aren't lying to them. They're they're definitely are lying. However, like when you take that to the conclusion of like what really happened in the basement of Comet Ping-Pong then
0: you get a little <laughs>
1: bit beyond the scope of what actually is real you know
0: right or i'm like you need i'm like i feel like you've taken your like powers of criticism and and you have gone off off the fucking walls with mm-hmm. it when like yes are elite wealthy people like abusing children or mm-hmm. abusing their power absolutely Do you need to make it so anti-Semitic and racist (laughs) in the way you like wield that criticism? no depending on who
1: you ask the answer might be yes
0: yes yeah (laughs) so that's but like with friday i'm like i wish like if i i would love to have like uh the amount of money that fox news has had like some of the shit they do really is straight out of like psychology textbooks Mm -hmm. yeah like they have their little feigned liberal on to like give some pushback Mm -hmm. so these people watching fox news genuinely do think they're getting both sides Mm -hmm. Yeah, they Just do, gonna, like, and presented- they see how
1: pathetic the like other side is because it never gets an opportunity to do anything. It gets represented as this sort of like whinging, you know, like shrieking weirdo who is unrelatable to anybody like that has that's actually well, like real. And not even, oh. I find these people like the people that they they they, they, they bring people on people. I don't like most of the time or some of the time, to uh, to be like the token liberal. You know, I don't know. I don't know if, don't know if uh, you're old enough to remember. Uh, before Sean Hannity had his own show. Uh, he had a show with a guy called Alan Combs. And it was called Hannity and Combs. And he was like kind of like the in-house token liberal. And his job was to just be a doormat for Sean Hannity and really? lose all the time.
0: They've mastered the art of the doormat. Mm-hmm. I was watching it the other day and it was a, they had a black guy on and, you know, they're talking about like racial stuff. And I, all, but I also feel like this gives like, conservatives and unrealistic expectation of how people will react to your racist shit yeah so fox news is like saying this awful racist shit and then they have this black guy who's like yes hmm you know i slightly disagree with that respectfully and then like then these people have this expectation Mm -hmm. of like I'm not racist. Yeah. Like, I expect to be treated like, no, like, you, people are going to call you racist yeah. because what you did was racist. So then they're like, liberals are so mean. Yeah, and snowflakes. like, you react so emotionally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you, like, just because Fox News played out a version of it for you where mm-hmm. a total doormat let you do racist and sexist shit doesn't mean like that's the real world response mm-hmm. to that.
1: Yeah. Like, you are listening. Oh, I'm sorry, let me just do station ID real quick. Uh, you are uh, listening to WHIVLP New Orleans 102.3. This is Good Morning Comrade. Hope Phelps uh, is our guest on the show with Jeff. Uh, so you were making a point about uh, liberal- whinging liberals on Fox. You are continuing a point? <laughs>
0: That's the thing is I don't even think that they're whinging. I think uh-huh. they're just like super polite and civil.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's like they're just having these like Fox News racist spew like awful shit at them and then they sit there and they're like well yes chuck like that's very that's an interesting point however i disagree respectfully Mm -hmm. but like when really if you said that to like a black person or a woman or anyone on the street like i might fucking slap you (laughs) what the so they have this expectation Of being like treated a certain way Mm -hmm. when they say awful things Mm -hmm. so i do think it's important to confront that and like i see i see that being confronted in like humorous ways on these meme pages that have since been nuked. and i see it i I, much respect for i see why trump hated tiktok so much because the tiktok zoomers do an amazing (laughs) job of like they do Like, you can, I love how you can, like, they call it, like, Stitch, I guess, or you can do, like, a double screen, but, like, Stitch is when you take someone else's TikTok, and then you interrupt it with yours. That's new. Like They'll take, like, a Republican person's TikTok, and then interrupt it, and, like, (laughs) actually. (laughs) So, I don't know. I think that's a good, you're confronting people like that, Um, but that's the thing, is just there's nothing on... Like, yes, TikTok is good. Some of those Facebook groups are good, but there's nothing on the scale of Fox News. And I was commenting in a post to someone was like, when did your white families, like, ever talk about politics? And the answer is never. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, they all are like, it's rude to talk about politics or religion. So they never, they're just, like, conflict avoidant. And they don't like confrontation and any confrontation or any calling them out or even call any even dis, disagreement at all is rude, yeah. So that's all, but then they just have Fox News,
1: right? Which is just Fox. there to confirm all the things that that or I mean, maybe even people don't believe these things, but they get the tastes made for them when they, you know, when they watch the media that's appealing to them, you know right. what I mean? Like, if they see with one part of it that they do agree with, and and then it just sort of like is the gateway drug to just like a lot of this other really wild stuff.
0: I think that's my interest is I'm like, how do we like, in the sense of we of white people, like that is our job. I'm saying Stacey Abrams, like, it's great that she went and got out the vote, but us white people are not off the hook for going and getting our, what, 55% of women <laughs> who voted for Trump. How, how do you reach, how do you reach them? And Who is
1: reachable becomes a question as well.
0: Yeah. Are they reachable? How? And I feel like you need, and I I don't know, you need to have whatever Fox News has, like the Mm -hmm. pay some psychologist to tell you how to like, how to script this, how to do it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's difficult. And anytime you have conversations with them, it's exhausting because you also have to maintain boundaries, like Mm -hmm. without ever impliedly or unintentionally conceding. Mm -hmm like
1: yeah in order to have a conversation you have to have in order to talk about these things you need to be able to like maintain a conversation but you also need to you need to like dispense with some of that bs you know what i mean
0: like i think some woman there's like a thing i have on my instagram that i pinned it on the highlights like i really liked it this woman was like you know the problem you're having these conversations about police brutality and all of you white people are sitting around talking about whether black people deserve to live right like what the fuck is wrong with you mm-hmm. like that should not be the topic the topic is why do we white people think it's acceptable to sit here talking about property value
1: mm-hmm. and or property damage
0: yeah. like why why are we why are we having that conversation what about us mm-hmm. what is wrong with us mm-hmm. as a people that we are, that black people are dying in the streets and we're crying over Wendy's. Like, what?
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> what?
1: Yeah. So I guess, like, looking a little bit forward, I, I actually just saw this, I was scrolling past. Somebody, uh, a friend of ours actually had posted uh a, a an image and it basically goes through, like, many people that ran for the... Uh, House of Representatives this time, uh, including uh, AOC, Cory Bush, someone named Colin Patterson, et cetera, and it talks about whether or not it, it's got two columns. One is, do you support Medicare for all? And the second is whether or not they won the election. And yes. on this list, every single person that voted for Medi- that supports Medicare for all won, and every single person that does not support it lost. So I mean, just to kind of like circle back to a point from earlier, um, the offering up of things that like actually determining whether or not like actually like offering up policies that change people's lives, people do respond to that. You know what I mean? There, there is a positive aspect that people will respond to now is it enough to, to win a primary. Well, it looked like it didn't happen this time. There's things with COVID and other things like that, that, um, you know, made it not possible uh this time and you know would that work in a national election i tend to think so
0: yeah i mean i guess my i've seen those posts and i do kind of i already kind of thought about the counter to it in my head that i'm waiting to see if that's addressed like i would feel that Nick, i i I think i think they're right i Mm -hmm. just i'm not sure i feel like those people that lost their Primaries, the mm-hmm. centrists are going to be like, well, I'm in a more conservative district, <sighs> so I have to pander to conservatives. So I would like, to, like, I feel like someone like me, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out and knock doors or mm-hmm. do anything really for someone who doesn't support like
1: Medicare for like,
0: all. Things like mm-hmm. all right, if you're if you're moving to a conservative position to the point that you don't, you're not that different from the conservative candidate. Mm-hmm. Like I don't feel like you inspire people to volunteer or help your campaign effort. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, and, and plus, you, or, you're no. basically saying, "Well, I can't stand for anything, and can I? <laughs> if I want to win, I can't. I can't run on anything here. I might as well just not define myself in any meaningful way." And like, <laughs> like seriously, like, like if okay, so if this is a popular policy, and you choose not to run on that popular policy. That's your fault, not anybody else's. It doesn't matter where, if like, like I don't know, if if Medicare for all is not popular in like some suburb or wherever, which there's no there's no proof to, there's nothing to suggest that it isn't. Um, if you're just using that as an excuse to not run, you you even if it's not popular in that area you're not going to get any word out about that you're not going to organize any support behind these nationally popular issues like you're just giving up on it entirely yep <laughs> it's such a like loser strategy
0: and now I'm just like interested because I've had people like text me what's going to happen with uh, I mean it seems like Cedric Richmond's going to move up if Jim Clyburn tells Cedric Richmond to move on up he's going to He's got to do it. Like you can't turn that down. He's already he moved
1: heaven to- and earth to get into that position. Hasn't he?
0: But he's said that he's not leaving Congress. So I don't know. It's very confusing, but mm-hmm. I'm interested to see, I would, I'm interested to see who would throw in for Cedric, seat. who mm-hmm. Cedric would back for it. And God, I would just love if somebody like from one of the communities Cedric has neglected, like threw down mm-hmm. and jumped in. Yeah. And, like
1: I would back that so hard. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be interesting. The fact, the fact that he, uh, he, I didn't, I didn't, I missed that he said that he wouldn't, uh, he he wasn't going to leave Congress. That's interesting. Also, uh,
0: yeah, somebody reporter someone asked him, and he said no. But everyone still thinks everything points to yes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, like, I, yeah, that would be surprised. I would be surprised if that if that like was the end of it.
0: So, yeah, I feel like that would be a very interesting race in terms of machine versus machines, or is anybody actually good gonna jump in mm-hmm. and make a run at it? Yeah. God, I would love to like I'm like please like I just I would nominate somebody for Justice Democrats if that yeah. were the case. Please help us here.
1: Yeah. So uh is there a local like enti- like Justice Democrats entity around here? Do you know anything about no. that?
0: So the way Justice Democrats works is you like apply for your district uh-huh. and you nominate somebody. Okay. So like they and they pick. They decide if they think that it's winnable, I guess. Uh-huh. So normally here, they'd probably write us off as not that winnable. But I feel like in this particular case where if Cedric moves up Mm -hmm. and there's somebody who's like genuinely, like I know that there's all those organizers around Cancer Alley and everything Mm -hmm. that are frustrated with Cedric. Well, then why would you want to let Cedric's handpicked successor take the seat? Oh, because Why not different? put up a fight for it? Because <laughs>
1: huh? whoever that is is different, right?
0: Yeah, right. So I don't know. I'm just like, please, God, somebody, whoever's thinking of doing this, please apply for, because please apply for like Justice Dems or yeah. funding or our revolution or whatever.
1: Yeah. And
0: I don't know. I feel like people just don't get trash Cedric mm. on here. I'm mm. not, I'm still, I'm like, about the Democratic Party, state party race, like that was unforgivable in my view. Uh,
1: well, let's uh, run down what happened with that on the other side mm-hmm. of Station ID. You are listening to WHIV LP New Orleans 102.3. Uh, you're listening to Good Morning Comrade. Uh, this got, we got Hope Phelps online uh, talking about uh, the 2020 election. Uh, and now we're going to actually turn the clock back to, what was it, September? So it was early September. And... Uh, We talked about that a little bit on the show. Um, But there was a Louisiana Democratic State Party race. And what happened?
0: Like, I think the problem is is even at this very small Democratic State Party Central Committee seat level, these people have no investment in recruiting candidates or Mm -hmm. building up the party because they like their cush little seats. They have no interest in recruiting people who might Mm -hmm. want to challenge them. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you have... Karen Carter Peterson and Stephen Handwerk leading the party who have neglected, I would say, Mm -hmm. an entire constituency of Democrats. What constituency is that? There's like half the DSCC seats are completely open. They're just sitting ducks. They're open for the taking. Um, Somebody, some of these like white DSCC members who are unhappy realize, recognize this, Mm -hmm. and they see an opportunity to fill those seats Mm -hmm. and seize power. Um, and at this time, there's a lot of people who are very unhappy with Karen, um, Carter Peterson and Mm Stephen Handwerk's leadership and their failure to mobilize grassroots, um, organizing. So obviously that sounds like a great idea. Like let's recruit more people to run a run, run a run for these positions. Mm Um, so this group kind of loosely organizes to do that. Um, and people run for these seats and it's probably one of the first times that like almost all of these seats have people running for them. Mm -hmm. I guess the problem though, is like half of them get in unopposed. So there was really no like election. (laughs) They were not democratically. I was one of those people. Huh?
1: I was one of those people.
0: (laughs) You were one. Yeah. (laughs) So um, now they have the majority needed to boot KCP and handwork um, and elect a new person. And they nominate Katie Bernhardt, Of Lafayette, who's an oil heiress, she's anti-abortion, she's just, like, this horrible candidate, I, people DM'd me and were like, I don't think she's ever knocked the door in her entire life, like, she, she's only appeared at, like, wealthy private ticket donor dinners and things, like, this is not a leader, this is Mm -hmm. just, like, a a bougie, bougie class pick, well, um, Cedric Richmond, I guess, sees this and sees an opportunity, like, more power to him for that, I guess. Um, so he just kind of seizes this moment out of the hands of these kind of like white definitely coming across as racist people. You know, they mm-hmm. some of them like outright said to people on the phone, um, oh, I want someone who looks more like me in the the deck like the executive chair. I want someone who looks more like me, implying that I didn't like Karen Carter Peterson being a black woman.
1: That's gross.
0: So then you I get Katie Bernhardt. Great. Now you have someone, you have a little like blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl who looks like you. Awesome. So at least so Cedric, it is kind of funny that Cedric Richmond comes in and just like with his, I guess, caucus of um black state reps or whoever was on his side mm-hmm. within this. Coup kind of movement, he comes in and seizes power, and his people win all of the executive seats over that mm-hmm. white group.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: but now it's kind of this kind of goes back to Cedric Richmond's little symbiotic relationship with Steve Scalise. Like that group has no interest whatsoever in like helping progressives or recruiting candidates. Mm-hmm or anything like that. To the contrary, they have an interest in having relationships with the Katie Bernhardt's and the Steve Scalise's and maintaining this little tiny little, little section of power for themselves. (laughs) Like like he's like out here kneecapping progressive candidates Mm -hmm. instead of trying to build the party. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's upsetting. So (laughs) I would, I, I hope so that was like my first I wasn't happy to see Biden win I was happy to treat see Trump lose and I was happy to think that maybe this could be an opening for somebody else to come in and make a run at Cedric's seat
1: mm-hmm. but no maybe it's I mean who knows maybe that's on the table maybe it's not maybe I mean like that would not be the first time a politician lied to the press <laughs> let's just yeah <laughs> let's just uh let's just put that part down to be clear um yeah now, the, one of the funny things already about that, though, too, has been that uh, Mitch McConnell has already uh, started talking. The started talking about like not allowing uh, any of Biden's like sure assuredly will be radical. Um, uh, cabinet appointees they would not he would not like have the senate approve any of them so uh i almost and i, I think i alluded to this earlier on uh, I almost, like, uh, think that Biden's going to already begin with concessions, if, if that makes yeah. any sense.
0: I feel like you already campaigned with concessions. Yeah. So he, <laughs> he, just... I mean, he
1: ran on nothing. He ran on yeah. nothing. He's like, like, he literally said to a group of donors, things will not fundamentally change if I would become yeah. president. Like,
0: oh, that and McConnell? I just, like, I don't even blame McConnell for that. I blame the Amy McGrath uh, supporters. Who's
1: Amy McGrath?
0: I even exactly. All these what is the the consultant pundit mm-hmm. industrial complex?
1: Hundred million dollars.
0: What a great election season for consultants. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like their boom time of the year, like all the time. Like they always do the same thing. They do the Robbie Mook thing, which is uh they say okay we're gonna target ads into this area we're gonna do phone banking phone calls we're gonna like spam them with text messages or whatever um and we're not (laughs) we're not gonna like bother with places that we think we have uh you know in 2016 places like i don't know michigan wisconsin places like that (laughs) places that you know the, the blue wall, as they called it in 2016.
0: God, I'm just like on any person. It's hard now when I like see people share the Lincoln Project on my like Twitter mm. account. That's an unfollow. Oh my God. Oh my if God. Retweet that's the just Lincoln cringe. Project. We're done here. <laughs>
1: that is cringe. Unless you're like doing it with like some kind of critical like quote yeah. tweet or whatever. <laughs> like dunking on the Lincoln Project. Yeah, that's pretty... Uh... That's pretty. It's pretty tough. It's pretty tough.
0: That's what upsets me is I feel like we have no leftist network like Fox News Mm -hmm. to come on and just like. (laughs) Great Lincoln Project. Like we have no competing. Like a
1: bunch of podcasts, a bunch of like YouTube shows, and like other stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's all we've got. But I mean, I don't know, maybe that's good. Maybe that's good that our competition of Fox News is this little grassrootsy network of mm-hmm. podcasts and TikTokers.
1: I was actually thinking about this. Like, I've been thinking about it a lot. I know that uh, Nathan Robinson from Current Affairs has, has uh, talked about the idea of an alternative to media and things like that. He's written about it, actually. That's um, cool. But, like, I was almost thinking, like, what if we could, like get like a, 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 a like one single like Twitch channel or something like that and just have like a bunch of programming like run back to back for 24 hours just like compile a lot of this stuff I think that's, that's either a good idea. already out there and and then just sort of like putting it on like one one-stop shop and then yeah. boom there it rolls you know I mean it's it can't be worse than what's going on at something
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a good idea. Like, just switch it if I would that red scare. I mean, (laughs) and then just like that one might be controversial, (laughs) different. Yeah, (laughs) that's the problem, too. Is I think the left, like, at least Fox News is like unified in agreement. (laughs) on their shit
1: yeah there's a lot of infighting we
0: would have a bunch of anarchists and socialists and communists and tankies and people all fighting it out on our channel (laughs) (laughs) you
1: know what maybe that would get people interested maybe that's what you could do that might work like Like,
0: let's i don't know maybe we could get the conservatives to want to watch that do you want to come see some anarchists fight it out with dsa members (laughs) (laughs) like that could actually like that could actually work people love (laughs)
1: drama you know
0: yeah so yeah if we just took all the leftist drama and instead of having it happen on twitter or in like op-ed wars and actually like had it fight it out on a channel (laughs) where we could get like i feel like that's what the conservatives and trump supporters love is this like tension like yeah it's our our red our red people battling it out against (laughs) the blue wave but, like, what if we made them want to, like, pick sides between anarchists? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: like, what if we made them want to, like, root for anarchists over DSA? Yeah, or, or whatever. Like, like, I would be happy for that. <laughs>
1: yeah, at least you get people engaged. If that brings people in from the outside,
0: then, right. then it, that
1: basically is a plus no matter what.
0: Yeah, I'm for it. Like people love the drama. Like
1: I love drama. And then
0: you can have, and then you can have like how trapo trapo posting turned into a horny posting site. There you go. That was almost like the dirtbag left version of the Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) We are okay. Well, for context on this radio show, there's this meme, this dirtbag leftist meme page that was funny until COVID happened, and I guess everyone was sad. Everybody lost their mind. yeah, everyone lost their mind, and it turned into like five people, like horny posting. And two of them, like one of them, actually flew out to visit another one. And they were like live updating everyone about it. So it like I don't know, to me that could be incorporated into the into the media Twitch stream mm-hmm. of uh <laughs> now it's it's the leftist bachelor, we can all watch Scott and Olivia get married. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I'm interested. I'm here for it. Let's let's make it happen. Let's let's make it happen. I mean, like, come on. It can't it's not worse than anything that's on television already right amazing. <laughs> my
0: grandma tells me that when i'm like when she thinks i'm unhappy being a lawyer she's like you see all those women on fox news she's like you could be like one of them i'm like mama i'd have to move to new york and i would also have to be a bad person <laughs> 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 and i would probably have to sleep with some really old gross guy if you haven't seen yeah. what happened oh, i
1: mean oh yeah if you remember <laughs> what was it like That was a uh, 2014 <laughs> or
0: something like that yeah
1: uh, Megyn Kelly wrote about that. I think Gretchen, uh, Gretchen Carlson
0: was her name. Yeah. So the left needs some like leggy news anchors. And then we get, <laughs> we let anarchists and people fight it out. And then we also just, we have like a fake and we can have like what Fox News does. We have like someone come play mm-hmm. a liberal yeah, a they conservative. Got, they, <laughs> got,
1: they got some, they got some stuff figured out, I guess.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there's apparently like a whole foot fetish site for Fox News anchors. That is like, so weird. Like, I gotta say, that's smart. Like, all the little psychology yeah. things they've done, they have implemented, is meant but, like, to these hold are people people's on, intentions These are people on the them.
1: news. Like, that's the weird part. It's like, like <laughs> I'm not even trying to like be k- kink shaming about like foot fetish people or whatever. But like, yeah. it's not, it's not my thing. However, like the fact that it's news people, the fact that it's like. <laughs> that's the weird like, thing to me
0: is great at realizing anything that engages their target audience anything that gets intention like attention and like playing off of that yeah so like, that's true creating polite tension mm-hmm. legs women's legs mm-hmm. women's hair um, <laughs> token, tokenizing people yeah like, um so yeah i feel like some mm-hmm. of this stuff could be implemented in better ways for mm-hmm. For good
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah well i guess uh as we wrap it up anything you want to uh talk about just sort of like insert like what do you see going forward i guess for uh this new biden administration what do you think is going to happen in georgia with these you know this runoff for the senate seats and uh should we care
0: i'm actually interested in the runoff for the senate seat i haven't looked Mm -hmm. into it that much but i'd be down to like phone bank or Mm -hmm. if it is if it really is that one seat any 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 paying
1: gigs?
0: (laughs) yeah any pay is it paid yeah i don't mean i feel like the organizers on the ground there already did like an awesome job and have it covered you know Mm -hmm. but if they are like reaching out for help outside Mm -hmm. then i'm down to get on board
1: that if you think money flooded into the like Amy McGrath campaign and that yeah. other guy from uh or that other person from uh South Carolina that lost by uh like like ten points to Lindsey Graham or whatever. <laughs> you know like they, they, they got another like seventy thousand some sorry yeah seven hundred thousand dollars.
0: I don't I don't trust the Democratic Party the people donating to Amy McGrath are not the kind of people who actually want to win control of the Senate. No
1: no so and like, like, was running like tr- like pro-trump ads like her campaign was running <laughs> pro-trump ads in, in kentucky and in iowa i mean in ohio <laughs> rather
0: right so i feel like the georgia who have all the organizers in georgia are probably going to be left like mm-hmm. hey guys i don't think like they're probably not ex- you know they're doing it on their own they've been mm-hmm. doing it on their own i don't see the democratic party like like having oh, the, the money is coming. About-
1: the money is coming. Believe me. If they spend less than a half billion dollars on those two seats, I will eat my hat.
0: <laughs> but I feel like it gives them like an excuse, mm-hmm. like losing. Oh, that doesn't
1: mean they're going to win. Well, We've They've yeah. proven that they can spend hundreds of millions of dollars and come away with nothing.
0: Like, why would they want Biden to have no excuse for mm-hmm. not doing better? If they mm-hmm. have control of the House, the Senate and the presidency mm-hmm. and they're like then what's their excuse for Mm -hmm. like oh no we didn't (laughs) we couldn't do anything to help anyone oops
1: (laughs) yeah so what should people do
0: (laughs) hmm i mean i'm just trying to keep an eye on what the georgia organizers Mm -hmm. are saying or calling for in those senate races Mm -hmm. i think what people should do locally is get involved with your you want a Stacey abrams of louisiana well, go join the grassroots organizations that are, you know, in your area. Yeah, similar. Like, or I'm maybe not or New seen... Orleans.
1: I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Join us. Yeah. Join our organization.
1: We have the best one.
0: Well, yeah. But if you don't like with us, that's the best. There's so with many... Best
1: live stream show for the election, right? Returns that we should kick it back up. We should do more stuff like that. That was super I'm, fun. I'm
0: down for it. Yeah, Megan said she's down for it too. Oh, we
1: have to—you know—we got to get Megan on the show soon too. That was super (laughs) fun. Yeah,
0: she's great. I want to hear more about DSA Swilla and all the work that you know. If you could, if you get a show with all the DSA Swilla organizers on it, that would be cool.
1: I actually have talked to—I've actually brought up the idea of doing a show with Megan. Uh, I just haven't haven't brought it together yet. I've—you know—times have been crazy, but we should definitely get that rolling. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh you can listen to Good Morning Comrade on good uh, Good Morning Comrade. I'm sorry, on W H I V L P New Orleans 102.3. Uh, you can also get more information uh, on our uh website, goodmorningcomrade.com. You can follow us on Twitter uh, at comrade morning. Uh, can people follow you on Twitter? Me. Yeah, you.
0: Oh, I'm on Twitter. It's my name with my initial Hope A Phelps.
1: There you go. Hope yep. and you can follow me on Twitter. At Eminent Prof. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, see you soon. Uh, love you bye.